Hey guys, welcome back to Novel. Let's get real. Can I tell you how many times that I will literally start recording and then I'm looking, I'm like, oh yeah, my mic is muted. I would just like to thank the Lord himself that I noticed early on because I'd be sitting here talking and talking like, yay, yay, yay. Look down. Girl, there's no, what is it? Sound waves. There's no sound waves in sight. But before we even get into what we're about to get into today, first things first, I just presented my last final. Finals is over. I am geeked. I'm about to live my best life. I'm drinking water. I got a candle going. My Woodwood candle isn't acting up today. So good signs, good energy. So I'm very, very excited about that. First things first, we have ourselves a holiday candle. I decided to pull out my Fraser candle again because I said it's fitting my vibes, fitting my moods, and that's what I decided to do, okay? So we have that going. I have water. We're really just on a water journey. I drink water all the time, but also, do you guys believe that every single type of water tastes different? Because I do. I think that every water that you drink tastes different. I consider myself a water connoisseur, and that I can tell the difference between waters, okay? So, that's a little quick topic. So, how are we doing today? How are we rocking? I'm doing pretty good. I didn't sleep that well last night, but okay, that was last night. Ain't nothing I can do about it. But I'm very happy today because I get a month break away from school so first things first please follow your girl at at what <laughs> noelle underscore let's get real on instagram i have started posting candles of the week which it kind of shows me lighting them and then i also show what song i'm vibing with at that time as well we do quotes of the week we get the episode titles on there yeah <laughs> so don't forget to check out your girl on there but First things first, before we start a topic now, we're drinking some water because I have dry throat syndrome. I don't even think that's a legitimate thing, but I'm making it a thing and I have dry throat syndrome. So while I go take a sippity dip dip of water, you should take a sip of water with me. You should also grab some candy canes because we're in the holiday spirit. So we'll still have mints just in different forms, you know, change the wave. Drink some water, find some candy canes if you have some, and we be right back. All right, y'all, what's today's topic? Today's topic is this. I want to talk about how do you find your independence again when you've been sick for so long? Like, how does that happen? How can you find it? How do you hold yourself accountable for finding it? And why you have to just go for it and stop holding back? I realize that sometimes you get a little guarded, you get a little nervous to speak your mind because you're like, oh, I don't want to offend somebody. I don't want to rub somebody the wrong way. Okay, but that's life. No one's ever going to agree with everything you say. No one's ever going to think everything you say is 100% right. So what's the point of sitting here trying to please the masses? That's not the goal. The goal is for my listeners here to feel me, okay? So that's what it's about. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just say what I be thinking. And what I be thinking is you have to stop using your disability as a placeholder for whatever is holding you back. And I say this because, man... From the age of 14 up until I turned 18 years old, I mean, I was solely dependent on my parents. Like, you know, for like when you're first growing up, you're dependent on your parent, you know, for money, food, shelter, all those type of things. When I got sick, I had like no independence because, you know, barely going to classes. I did go to school, but missing a lot. Didn't have my license. 
didn't get to go to like football games or do all these other things that kids were doing at my age that they were gaining their own independence. And for me, I was solely and 100% reliant on my family, and which I am so grateful to have such a great family unit. It is a blessing. It's something I would never take for granted. But I also realized when I was applying for colleges, I said, I can't go to college where I have to live at home. You guys are probably like, why not? Like you get, you know, you don't have to pay for housing. You don't have to do all this. You save money, right? That's true. But here's the issue. I became so self-reliant on the people around me. And I realized, I said, okay, I'm about to turn 18 years old. I can't sit here anymore. And I have to, I have to find some independence because I realized I didn't have an identity Besides my illness and that with my family, they did everything for me, paid for everything. And obviously when you're sick and you're ill, having someone in your life doing that for you is such a blessing. And I'm so blessed to this day. But it's also the fact that I knew, I was like, if I stay home one more second longer, if I stay home and I just go to college to um, a school near me, I'm not going to gain the independence that I need. And I'm so grateful even now that I went through tons of trials, babes. Okay, like literally second semester freshman year, I got admitted to the hospital because my tube broke, had surgeries, had to get treatments by myself for like the first time every month. Like it was, it was a lot, you know, like you get depressed a little bit because you're so used to having somebody to basically guide you through the maze. You never had to navigate through the maze by yourself, but now you are. And that's why I really believe that to find your independence again, when you have an illness of any form, it doesn't even have to be an illness because when you find yourself so self-reliant on other people, you lose who you're supposed to be. And I realized I didn't have an identity anymore. I wasn't who I needed to be. And I was like, I can become more if I allow myself to become more. And when I was looking at schools to go away from home, I remember my parents, they were so nervous. Literally, my dad, I, this is probably two years into college. My dad, he's all like, I remember you said you want to go to school like three hours away from home. And he's like, me or your mom, we were so anxious because through high school, you could barely get through half of the day. I'll be at, like in school in high school for like an hour. So they were like so anxious. But my dad was like, I always had this drive. Like I wanted to do more. I had to be more because being more kept me wanting to live. And he was saying how when I got to college and the fact that like I was like, I'm not missing class. He's like the fact that I was so on it. And I was like, I was so on it because I said, I need this. I need this independence. I said, there's no going back. You know, it's a blessing to have some form of a safety net where like you're like, okay, I can go home and things don't work out. Um, and it's like, by no means is like everything peachy king. No, you go through a lot of things where you're like, I need to find independence. I need to learn how to have my own money. I need to learn how to handle when I'm not feeling well and I'm away from home. I need to learn how to be sick and be reliant on myself, not other people, because there's going to come a time where you're living by yourself or there's going to become a time where you find yourself in your 20s or 30s, whatever age, and you realize you don't know who you are as a human being because you never had the chance to become what you were meant to be. And that's what today's topic is about. I was sitting here this morning, woke up. I mean, obviously I woke up because I'm sitting here with you guys. So if I did wake up, that would be pretty, pretty tragic. Not by cool bet. But no, I woke up and I said this. This right here is what I'm talking about. Because people are always like, okay, like you have an apartment you go to school like it is not easy having a life or 
trying to find independence when you're sick. It is actually very difficult. But the thing is, is what I realized, I was like, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. And I say that because I had nothing on my own. I didn't really have my own sense of a person of who I was supposed to be, you know? When you, if you get ill in your formative years, it doesn't even have to be an illness. If you have anything traumatic happen to you in your formative years, you find yourself becoming self-reliant on other people, you don't really know who you are. You don't know who you're meant to be. You don't know what your purpose is. Your purpose is just existing. It's waking up. It's breathing. It's getting through another day. And I remember I used to always wake up and be like, oh, I'm so grateful for waking up this morning. Like that was it. Which to this day, it's a blessing to wake up. But I said, there has to be more. I can't just wake up and be like, hey, got through today. Wake up, get through today. I said, no, like you need something to keep you wanting to live. Because if you don't, like, why are we here? We're collecting dust. We're little mothballs in somebody's closet that smells like stale potato chip. Ain't nobody want that, okay? So I was just like, I have to become more so that I can be where I want to be in the future. And how do you do that? First things first, this is about to sound crazy, but you have to stop using the illness as the reason why you can't be who you want to be. Man, I can't tell you how many times and people are like, okay, like you could really just like email the teacher and be like, hey, I'm sick. I was just so ill last night that I couldn't go to class when one, that's not the truth. So why would I lie? I always tell people like, I'm not about to sit here and lie and be like emailing somebody. Oh, I was up all night sick in pain because one, that does happen. So why in the hell would I say, I don't believe in lying about a pain that I'm experiencing. Because I'm like, okay, well, I just put that pain out into the universe. So that shit's really about to happen to me. Like, yeah, I lied and was like, man, I was so sick. I was so ill. I couldn't do A, B, C, D, E, the whole damn alphabet. And now I put that out in the universe. And then two weeks from now, I'm going to chill in my room and all those things that I lied about now I'm feeling. It's like, don't ever stay here and like use your illness as like a shield and lie about how you're feeling. Because I will tell you this. I always say, be careful what you say. Your words have so much power. You always think you're speaking out into the void. Baby, that is not a void. That is not a void. The void speaks back, okay? Like you think that the words you say have no power. They have no bond. Let me tell you something. They do. So I never sit here. I never lie about how I'm feeling. I That is very important. Very important. That's key. Key fact number one, okay? Don't do that. Be who you are, who you're meant to be 100% of the time. When I tell you... I actually do have nights where I'm sitting and I'm in pain. I don't sleep. And in saying all this, it's not to say, don't overexert yourself and push yourself to be independent. You're going to know when it's your time to be independent. When you're just like, I have nothing on my own. I don't know who I am as a person. You're going to be like, I need to break free from this. You're like, look, I'm grateful that you were here for me and you lifted me up when I was in this dark time and I appreciate it. But now I got to become my own person. I had to figure out who is Noel? Like you're like, I figure out who is that? Who is this individual? What am I supposed to do? And that's what it is. Finding independence isn't about, oh, I got ABCD. I do this. Nah, finding independence is figuring out who you're meant to be. Because you never want to wake up one day, open your eyes, and you don't even know who's looking back in the mirror at you. You don't even know who that is. You know, like when you have, <laughs> I freaking hate icebreakers. Like, kid you not. I hate when teachers are like, oh, um, Use a little adjective to describe yourself, first of all. I mean, I think to remind myself, adjectives, verbs, adverbs, like, look, you're asking a lot. You're asking a lot. I'm trying to remember what each one of those mean, like, person, place, thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's relax. But you know how in those spaces are always like, okay, list three things to describe yourself. And I remember, 
in high school, the first three things that would come to me had something to do with my illness. I was like, oh, I'm resilient. I'm this. I'm that. But it was like not who I was. It's what my illness forced me to be. Like that was, it's like, that's not my identity. And literally that's why in last week's episode, I was saying how I'm sitting here like your health is not who you're supposed to be. You have to find an identity with in that outside of it and i'm sitting here every week like yeah man let me read and count and reenact all this pain and trauma from my illness like what what like no like the whole point of this is to be like hey okay we're sick cool been there done that got an illness kind of sucks and then you're like i how am i about to live what's going to motivate me to be something more sick find that all right what's pushing me forward sick find that it's about, you got this illness, it's a part of you. Now, what am I going to do with that? Like, am I just going to sit here and let it beat me up? Sometimes your illness will beat you up. That's just what it is at the end of the day. Like, come on now. Like, I'm not about to sit here and plead, but factual information. So it's like, figure out that independence. And I would tell you, here were the first steps for me in finding that independence. One was, I knew I wanted to go to college. That's what I wanted to do that's not the path you have to do but I knew okay if I'm going to go to college it has to be away from home it needs to be away from home because I need to figure out how to set up fees by myself I need to be comfortable with speaking up if I'm not feeling well I need to be comfortable with putting in new orders for my own medication I need to be comfortable to be on my own and figure out who I am without the buffer that was the first thing that I needed second thing I, I wanted a job so bad I know that some people are like, oh, you're going to hate working once you get a job. Like, yeah, okay, you're, you're kind of right. Like, no cap. Some, man, some of these old jobs, you walk in, they're like, this is my life. But I remember, I wanted a job so bad. Like, even in high school, my parents were like, come on now. And they're right. But I wanted a job so freaking bad, man, that I literally got a job first week into college. Didn't wait. And, you know, for some people, they're probably like, girl, like, that's just out of stress. No, it wasn't. It was another step in finding independence. I was getting paid, like, pennies, highway robbery. They were working me like a dog, okay? I could have been barking back in the kitchen. That's how hard they were working me. But it felt nice to have something of my own in a way. And then, you know, when I got admitted to the hospital, then I hit it working. And I said, this is inconvenient and you're ruining my time. Like, I'm in the hospital. Stop emailing to come in because you're going to keep emailing me. And guess what? You really aren't going to have a worker come quick, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's kind of like I got the independence of having my own job. And after that, I started getting comfortable with speaking up for myself, being strong in my illness, not hiding behind it, but using it as a guide to push me forward. And doing those things started to make me become independent. It started to make me not be so self-reliant on my illness to describe who I was as a person. Because I was just like, okay, yeah, I got MS, cool. Like literally on my Instagram, I used to always post solely about like my illness at all. And then one day I was like, all right, y'all, you know what my feeding tube looks like. You know I have MS, you know I have this. That's not who I am. If that's all you think I am, that's what you came here for, you better like just not even follow me anymore because... Another thing I realized is people like to see you when you're down. They like to see when you were in the hospital bed, hooked up to thousands and thousands of stuff. Damn near thinking about to die. Like, that's what people like to see. When people see you start to flourish and start to become independent outside of your illness, and they're like, okay, I don't care about her anymore. She's not in the gutter anymore. She's not in the gutter with me anymore. So I don't want to follow it. It's like, no. If you want change, you got to follow change. If you want that independence, figure out the one thing. Start small. Don't sit here and be like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Because look. I've done that in the past where 
I am so pressed to start something that I will go head on, not have any time, stressed out. And then you're like, okay, what was the point? Now you're sicker than you were. So the last and most important part I will save for after this little mint break. A after this mint break. A but you already know we're switching up and it's gonna be a candy cane break, okay? With water. With water. So we're gonna take a quick break because my throat is parched. Like parched. Okay? And I'll come back and then we're gonna go over our last little topic and then I'm gonna drink some more water. So yeah. What's up guys? I hope that your candy cane or starlight mint is really touching your soul. You know, we don't discriminate against mints in this household. But for today's quote of the week, we're changing it up and I feel like it's a little bit fire. So here we go. Where's the ground? Because I'm not touching it. One more time for this one time, okay? Where's the ground? Because I'm not touching it. You already know the drill. We don't explain quotes. They're for you to interpret. Enjoy that mint. And we'll be back. Mint girl's back again. A a mint girl's back again. A a mint girl. Hey, hey, you already know the drill. We get up into it. All right, y'all. Hope that milk, milk, I really almost said milk break. And that's actually demonic energy because who, who is drinking a glass of milk? I know I sounded like an owl and what about it? Because, whoa, I just disturbed myself. But I hope you enjoyed your mint. Gave you a little bit of life. You feel a little bit energized. I drank some water. I had a candy cane. I was vibing. And that's what it is. So for our last point, or I guess third point, whichever you're feeling, is this, do it, do it. Here's why I'm saying that, and it's really just because when you become so consumed by your illness, you start to believe that's all you have to offer to this world. You start to think that that's all you are, that's all you can be, and that's all you know. And for some people, you might have been sick from the day you were born or it might have happened to you throughout your life. But regardless of where you're at in that journey, the point is that you are more than what's inside of you. You are more than what your body is trying to do. Your body will try to destroy you and that's just what it is. But you can't always just use that as the crunch to keep you from being who you're meant to be. You get so lost in the illness that that's who you are. You forget that like you're somebody else outside of that. I always hate using this word. I literally said I hate using this word last week. We don't use the word excuses. I would never say, oh, you're making excuses for yourself. No, I will say you're holding yourself back because you're starting to think that your illness is the only thing you have to offer to this world. And that's a lie. Your illness is a part of you you have to offer to the world. But also your illness allows you something even greater than that and allows you to understand life and death so profoundly. Anyone else can because here's the thing. You know what it feels like to be scared to die. And then you know what it feels like to be happy to live. How many people can say that that's actually a freaking miracle, my guy? You're so focused on thinking about everything your illness has taken away from you. And trust me, my illness has taken a lot. But it's given me so much more as well. 
I definitely wouldn't be in the position I am right now, but I also, I don't believe in going back in time. It's like what I said earlier. I slept horrible last night. That's last night. What am I going to do about it? Can't go back, won't go back. So why am I going to keep dwelling on the horrible demons holding me back? Because what are they doing for me? Let's think about that. Let's think about that. Sometimes as people, we're so focused on finding every little problem that's wrong so we can avoid becoming more than what we can be. We're so focused on what's wrong, what can go bad. We're so focused on not being able to live the life we want. But how can you even live the life you want if you never give yourself the chance to do that? If you never allow yourself to become more than what you're meant to be? You're never going to know unless you try. Stop sitting there and thinking that your illness is going to destroy you. Because look, truth be told, I think that sometimes I have weeks and months where I'm in the worst layer of my life. And I think I'm never going to be able to accomplish everything I want to accomplish. I'm never going to be able to be who I want to be. But I also think words have power. Words are a bond. And I can't keep going through life thinking I'm going to be nothing, that I'm not going to be able to live. Because if I keep telling myself I'm not going to live, then I'm not. And here's the thing, it's not a perfect world. I'm sitting here like, hey, you know, don't be so consumed by your illness. But truth be told, it took me three years to get out of that mindset of being so consumed with my illness. It really took me, what? Finding my own independence to finally break free of having my illness only be who I was. When I finally left home and I went to college and I started and here's you don't have to go to college that's just how I broke out but when I left home or when I finally was like I'm gonna learn how to drive or I was like you know what I'm gonna get a job because and the thing is not everyone can do that not everyone's gonna be able to get a job but you can do something there's something in this life that you want to do that your illness you believe your illness is going to hold you back from but I tell you You're not going to know until you try. Stop thinking that you can't do it. That's the biggest thing. Stop being your number one hater. Like you being your number one hater, you're really not going to do anything. You always thinking, oh man, I'm not going to be nothing. My body won't ever let me be nothing. Okay, that could possibly be true. How are we going to know if we don't try? How are we going to know that we can't be more than what we're meant to be if we don't go out for it? How do you find your independence? You take it. It's not something you find. It's something you search for. And when you find it, snatch it up. Your independence is not going to fall in your lap. Your independence isn't just going to be boom right there in the sky for you. No, your independence is going to be something that you're going to want so deep in your core and in your chest. And keep that in mind. Don't be your number one hater. Because there's so many people on this world that will, will love to see you fail. But if you're the one... You keep telling yourself you're never going to make it. You're never going to be it. You're not. So when people always ask me, how do you find your independence? How did you finally leave home when you're sick? Like to some people, it doesn't make sense to them. They're like, it's actually insane that I want to leave home. When I was like very, very ill going into college and I'm still not doing the best. But the thing is, I said, the day I leave this earth, I don't want to sit here and be like, I never got to live. I never lived because I was scared of dying. Like, what is that? What is that? It's nothing. I was like, my spirit is stronger than my body ever will be. And that's just for now. Because I'm going to be more. I tell myself every day I wake up, I say, hey, what are we hoping on a miracle? I know that some people, they think miracles are whack. That's cool. Sounds personal. But for me, I think we all need something. You all, We all need something to keep us getting through the day. And for me, that's thinking that there's going to be a miracle. For me, that's doing something more with myself. I feel you have to find a reason to want to live. If you don't have a reason to live, it's kind of like your illness. 
is going to consume you and I'm not I don't have all the answers I'm freaking 21 years old my guy but I feel that if you have something to offer this world try it and go for it your illness is going to only hold you back as much as you let it and that's for certain times there's certain times in my life if I have a flare up in my multiple sclerosis there's somebody wearing heels right now walking up these stairs amen to them hope they're having a nice day but it's like there's times when I realize when I'm multiple sclerosis and my illness has to take the lead. That's the truth. But you can't allow your illness to take the lead for the rest of your life because you're not going to be able to live. You're not. Do something, like literally do something today or tonight <laughs> that makes you happy, that makes you feel like the old you, that makes you feel human again. Do something. Stop letting your illness drag you and start dragging it, okay? Start dragging your illness. Don't let it drag you. And also, stop performing stop putting on fronts of power and strength because you think that's what people want to see from you because it's not the truth so first things first what's the one thing you wanted to do with your life that you didn't do because you were sick and figure out a way you could start to do that it could be so minimal it can literally be like writing a sentence down or some shit i don't know but look at that two Start to figure out how to separate yourself. Start to realize you have more to offer in this world than what your illness wants you to perceive. And three, stop being your number one hater. You wake up in the morning, you walk into a room and you tell everybody you're not going to be able to achieve anything. Uh, hopefully the people above me are achieving um, pounding their bed together because they have been hammering for the past hour. But if you wake up every morning, you tell yourself, I can't do that because I'm sick. I can't do that because I'm ill. I don't have that power. How do you know you don't have that power if you don't try it? Stop being down to yourself, man. Look, your illness is doing that enough. Okay, you have plenty of people and sources of negative energy in this life that are going to sit here and tear you down. Why do you want to be one of them? Why do you want to be that person who's doing that? Stop it. And I say that, and I say this because I was that person. I was that person who thought I could never be anything. I wouldn't live to be an adult. I wouldn't do all these things. I thought I would never make it. And on that 18th birthday, I woke up and I was so breathing. I said, hey... We're living because I made it past. If you make it past what you thought you would never get through, nothing in your life can be a failure because that's all extra time, okay? One time for the one time, if you make it past what you never thought you would get through, nothing can be a failure. It can't be a failure if you never thought you had that time in the first place, okay? So keep that in mind. Have a great rest of your week or weekend, depending, you know, like I said, we upload when I'm going to upload, but keep that in mind, y'all. And I hope you guys enjoy this new different way that I am doing this podcast. Just really, really being open, really being me. I said, this is let's get real. So let's get motherfucking real. Okay. But uh, I'm having so much fun with this, guys. If you like today or tonight's episode, <laughs> just, you know, rate it if you're watching this on Apple um, Podcasts. And then if you're on Spotify, please subscribe. Just thank you for all the love that you're giving out to me. That's all I can ask for. Again, it's all love. That's all I got for you. That's all I got to give. So just thank you for listening to all my two subscribers. And I really appreciate it. <laughs> I always just say two subscribers. I think, you know, why not? But thank you. At the end of the day, if one person listens, you are changing the world. See you guys next week.